The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is sponsored by MyBookie.ag. Log into MyBookie now and get yourself a 50% deposit bonus up to $3,000 simply by using the promo code SGP50. With MyBookie.ag, it couldn't be more simple. You play, you win, you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also sponsored by Oddshark. Head over to Oddshark now to get free picks from the supercomputer and expert writing staff. You'll also find the latest odds for every big game and fight from all the major online sportsbooks and casinos and betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. So head over to www.oddshark.com and give them a follow on Twitter at Oddshark. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Profit. Tired of having no true hedging option? Well, enter Profit, the only marketplace designed for users to buy and sell previously placed sports bets. Profit lets you sell a percentage of your bet, guaranteeing immediate profit while keeping skin in the game on your original bet. So sign up today for early access at betprofit.co. That's at betprofit.co. Hey guys, this is your Champions League show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. The Champions League is back. We are up to match day five. Those of you that are members of LockBetting.com know that we are just two games away from landing a massive $100 accumulator to returns over $900. We still do need a few things to go our way. A few things are hinging on the outcomes of this week and the next one. Bayern Munich don't look certain to win their group. Man City haven't won their group yet. Real Madrid are struggling to win their group and Paris Saint-Germain are not certain to qualify. But these things will play out in the next two weeks. We'll be looking at some hedge bets over there uh, and we may implement some hedge bets in here as well. Some of them will be more than hedge bets. I actually do have a feeling that the bet will not cash. It's a very strange instance where we're in a very, very good position to cash that bet out. Cash out is similar to what Profit do. Profit are a sponsor here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network where they buy out some of your bet. Over here in the UK, we have cash out where they offer you an amount that the bet is worth now and you can take it. So similar to the sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast, Profit. Um, So at the moment, the $100 bet on the Champions League parlay sits at a £350 cash out. Um, In my opinion, uh, Paris Saint-Germain will be safe to qualify. Man City will be safe to win their group. And with a two-point edge over Ajax, Bayern Munich should be safe to win their group as well. But the one that I'm most afraid of is Real Madrid coming off the back of a weekend where they were destroyed. It weren't just beaten. They were destroyed 3-0 against Ibar. That's why I'm going to transition immediately onto their game because for me, this is more than a hedge. Looking at the way Roma played in the Champions League last year, including a 3-0 win against Inter, and looking at the way Real Madrid are playing at the moment, I have a strong feeling that Roma 
are going to at least avoid a defeat in this game. And if not, give Real Madrid a real scare and give us a real scare if we're choosing not to cash out on this parlay and we're we're looking to hold out for the full $900. Roma are sitting at nine to four. It's 13 to five, the draw. And it's a stupid, stupid price of even money on Real Madrid to go down to Roma, the team that just got destroyed 3-0 by Ibar and win this game in Italy. Now, Solari got the job off the back of a technicality in Spain, where if you're in charge for a certain number of games, the club must make an official appointment. Uh, He could not remain as a caretaker anymore. So they had to make a decision. How many more people were in the running for it? Were we going to get ourselves Conte? Were we going to get ourselves Arsene Wenger? Or do we just put Solari until the end of the season? Hope it's not a complete disaster and uh, appoint a proper manager next summer. They went with the Solari option. As soon as he gets the job full time, he loses to Ibar. And bearing in mind, the six games that he did win in order to get this job were relatively easy. So Ibar... I wouldn't say it was a test, but it was probably more difficult than the games that he's won. And um, he's got the job in the end. And he now comes to Roma where Real Madrid only need to avoid a defeat and will need to win in their next game. And their superior goal difference will win them the group. I don't have any confidence in it. I'm not going to be cashing in my ticket, but I will be taking a hedge here on Roma. And I can already tell you that at the end of the show, they will be the underdog and the lock um, because I feel that Roma are certain to avoid a defeat here. And the fact that you're getting them to avoid this defeat at four to five and uh, the fact you're getting them as a nine to four underdog to win this game five to two in some places. I feel like there's going to be some strong action on this. And for those who are in the position to win uh, the $900, there's a no lose situation for you really, because you can just make your hedge big enough uh, in order to make sure that you win. Cause this I feel is our sole danger. I've diagnosing this as the danger to our futures parlay that we gave out at the start of the season. It's going to be here. And if you, if you weren't on the parlay at the start of the season, then this doesn't need to be a big bet on a big bet for you. But I would certainly not begrudge anybody from taking $50 on Roma and putting a hundred, dollars down on the draw no bet uh, sorry on the double chance uh, to return yourself uh, 180 because it's at four to five because I just strongly feel that Real Madrid are not going to go to Roma and win this game based off what I've seen and this is this is all down to the eyesight test there's there's no statistics here there's no stats of Madrid going to Italy there's no stats of Uh, Roma's head-to-head record with Real Madrid. Uh, I can pull those stats up for you if you feel more comfortable, and I've got them right here. So Real Madrid's actual record against Roma, their actual head-to-head record is 1-7, drawn one, and lost three. So I'm going to completely discount that when I give this bet out and look more so at what Roma have done in the Champions League lately and why I think they could win this game. Uh, They've won their last seven home games in the Champions League, keeping a clean sheet in six of them while scoring 20 goals. That record took them to semis last time out and they won against Barcelona, Liverpool and Chelsea. They've also had a decent run at home lately, only losing one of their last eight matches. So looking at other statistics here, Roma are looking to win four consecutive Champions League games for the first time in their history. Real Madrid have lost two of their last four away Champions League game in the group stages. More than they've lost in 20 26 of their previous games in the Champions League. 
Toronto, 118, drawn seven, lost one. Eden Zeko is an absolute goal machine at the moment. Since the start of last season, only Cristiano Ronaldo, who scored 16, has scored more goals in the Champions League than Eden Zeko, who scored 13. So there's some statistics pointing to it in favour of what I'm telling you to bet here. Uh, I think we've spent enough time on this game, but it's justified seeing as this is the direction that I'll be going in with my lock and my dog, which is nothing that usually happens. I usually go completely separate. I don't even put locks in with my parlay. So this won't be in with the parlay. I'll draw the line at taking this as the dog and, and the lock for this show. So that doesn't leave too much um, anticipation, really, for that part of the show. But there's still plenty of decent picks here that I want to give out. Uh, but most of them are coming tomorrow here in tomorrow's Champions League games. Uh, Juventus take on Valencia, where Juventus are 1-2 to two to win the game. Uh, that does give um, Valencia at 6-4 to four and a double chance to avoid a defeat, and they are draw specialists. However, coming off the back of that defeat against Man United, I feel that Juventus are going to be relatively angry here. I feel like they're going to be desperate to secure top place in a group that looked like that looked like it was already won coming off the back of winning at Old Trafford. So they'll be disappointed at the moment to be sitting on nine points and having Man United on seven, having crept themselves back into the group. Uh, if Juventus are to draw this game and Manchester United are to pick up a substantial win against Young Boys, at top of the group will will defer to United. So they're not going to want to do that. They're going to keep their points differential and they're going to want to win out with their next two games. I think they'll do it with a clean sheet as well because once Juventus break through, I don't think Valencia carry the attacking threat to get back into the game. As I said, they are draw specialists, but I'm expecting Juventus to win to nil at a very generous price here of 6-4 plus 150. Man United themselves are in action tomorrow as well, looking to confirm top place in the group. Man United are 1-3 to three to win this game, which is very interesting because they absolutely battered Young Boys at their ground. Young Boys haven't got a point in this group. And although 1-3, to three, you're looking at it and going, oh, well, that's a short price. Why are Man United not 1-6, to 1-7? to seven? Why are they not minus eight? seven or eight hundred on this game they, they should be because they're a far better team than young boys the reason is because Man United are just playing terrible at home if you look at the results that Man United um, have played badly this season and you, and you look at and you pinpoint results you look at the performance against Juventus at home you look at the 3-0 battering against Tottenham you look at the nil nil against Palace yes they went and lost away to West Ham by three goals to one. Yes, they went and lost the way to Brighton, but actually the worst performances where they looked nervous, where they looked laboured, were those home games. Against Juventus, they did nothing. Against Palace at the weekend, they did nothing. They're struggling at home playing in front of their own fans, and that's been taken into consideration. The fact that you can get Man United here on the handicap at even money is ridiculous because they should be pounding this team out of the park. But I think... Rather than taking Man United to pound anybody at this stage, I'm going to take them to win without a clean sh uh, win on a clean sheet, which is available at six to five, so it's plus one twenty. I don't think Young Boys should be getting anywhere near the Man United goal in this game, and I expect Man United to win this game comfortably. Looking at the last selection for tomorrow's games, we're looking at Manchester City going into Leon. 
where Manchester City are heavy favourites to beat a team that have already beaten them at their home ground this season. Man City come into this game at 1-2, to two, so they are pickable with what we like to give out as a minimum here. Uh, Leon are 6-1 to one, and the draw is 17-4. When I look at this game, I'm not comfortable taking Man City simply because of the fact that they're playing a team that already beat them and against a manager that just somehow managed to pull out tactics to beat Manchester City on your own patch. So for me to come here and confidently take Man City as a minus 200 favourite, would be stupid. It would just be me looking at two teams on paper and completely discounting anything that had happened previously. I'm not going to do that. What I am going to do, though, is look at the option for both teams to score in this game. You've got the likes of Nabil Kaffir and Memphis Depay in the Lyon team. They carry a lot of goal threats. Uh, they also have players that like that that will not only want to impress against Man City because many eyes are on it, they're going to want to impress because those many eyes means it puts them in a shop window. Idealistically, these players are not going to want to be playing in a French league, which is a one-team league, um, when you think of how easily Paris Saint-Germain are going to win it. So I think they're going to want to put up a decent fight. I think there's going to be goals in this game. I do think Man City will get revenge on Lyon, but I think that both teams will certainly score in this game, and that's available at 4-7. to seven. Moving on to a team that I just mentioned, and that is Paris Saint-Germain. They play in the big game against Liverpool on Wednesday, where both teams are in trouble. The loser of this could be out, especially Paris. Liverpool will win a must-win situation against Napoli, which is why I think there's more on the line for PSG. We need PSG to qualify for our big uh, parlay. Uh, futures parlay from the start of the season. Napoli, sorry, Napoli are playing against Red Star Belgrade, so they should comfortably win their game. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain to win their game here against Liverpool are six to five. It's twenty-nine to ten to draw, and it's twenty-three to ten on Liverpool. I think that the safest option in this game is for both teams to score. I know Liverpool have sorted themselves out defensively and could throw a spanner in the works here and come to Paris and try and set up defensively. That will be a mistake. It will mean containing the likes of Mbappe and Neymar and, and Cavani. And I don't think that's going to work. The one thing that is interesting about this game is that Cavani and Neymar, sorry, Mbappe and Neymar didn't play at the weekend. So it will be interesting to see if they're carrying injuries and how fit they are. In addition to that, It'll be interesting to see if Liverpool come here and and go for uh, attack versus attack. I don't think they will, as I just said. I do think that there could be similar tactics to what we saw at Napoli, and we will see more of a closed game. I'm leaning towards under three and a half goals in this game. Now, you'd think I would come on here and, and go for the common consensus and both teams to score and over three and a half goals. But no, I'm going to chuck it the other way. I'm going to go under three and a half goals, which is available at four to five. A reason I'm doing that is simply because it still allows you to win this bet if anybody wins this game 2-1. I just feel there's so much on the game. Both teams can progress after this with a draw. Paris will expect themselves to go and win at Red Star Belgrade and Liverpool will fancy beating anybody at Anfield, including Napoli. It's the loss that puts both teams in dire straits. And Paris are in the same situation pretty much that they were in last time with Napoli. Nobody's going to want to concede early. Neymar and Mbappe didn't play at the weekend, so they could come into this injured. And I just feel... 
a lot of a lot of stuff here points towards these two teams being a lot more conservative that we normally than they normally are. Similarly to what we saw with Manchester City versus Liverpool in the league, where Liverpool and Man City shockingly drew nil nil, where everybody and their dog were piling on for. A, a both teams to score over two and a half goals goal fest and I'm, I'm not going to be as silly as going under two and a half goals because I think somebody could win this game 2-1 but 2-2 3-2 4-3 I, I don't see it tomorrow and I think you're getting decent value there at 4-5 uh, at taking under three and a half goals in this game often big games also do disappoint as well so there's that element as well Atletico Madrid take on Monaco where Thierry Henry's Monaco are a massive underdog, whereas Atletico Madrid are one to five favourites to win this game. They're one to five favourites for a reason. That's because Thierry Henry has only picked up one win as the Monaco manager, and that was at the weekend. This game starts early on Wednesday. So it's a 5.55 kickoff. I think Atletico Madrid will come in early and do their business quite comfortably. And then it'll be down to Dortmund to beat Club Bruges later on the evening. I think Atletico will do that. Similarly to the Man United and Juventus picks, I fancy them to do it without conceding a goal. And that is available at quite a generous price here of five to six. So minus 120 on Atletico Madrid to win to nil. I don't see Monaco scoring against them. And um, I do feel that Atletico Madrid will win this game comfortably without conceding a goal. The last game I'm going to look at is the big clash between Tottenham and Inter Milan, where Tottenham have clawed their way back into contention, something that I predicted that they would do. I did say that this group was not over with with Barcelona, Inter Milan and Tottenham. Yes, Barcelona are going to go out and win it. They're probably going to win it by beating PSV Eindhoven in the next game. But Tottenham can go ahead of Inter Milan here with a win and then they need to go to the new Camp in the last game now this is the part that a lot of people are overlooking when Tottenham are available still to qualify at 9-2 Tottenham can go to Barcelona and beat a Barcelona team that don't have Luis Suarez and Messi playing. Why won't they have those players playing? Because Barcelona are already going to be through. They're struggling in La Liga. They don't have a very big squad. They don't have squad depth. Their best players need to play all the time because when they rest people, they suffer. They drop points. So I don't think that Barcelona have a good enough squad to do that. And they're certainly not going to want to play all their top players in a meaningless game against Tottenham, which opens the door for Tottenham to qualify from this group. In order to do that, though, they're going to have to be into Milan and I'm taking them as my tip in this game at 10 to 11 I think Tottenham will beat into Milan extend this group to the last game and I honestly do think that Tottenham will go to the new camp and beat Barcelona but we'll cover that more on our next podcast I'll discuss that more as well over at lockbetting.com if you guys want to hear a preview on every single Champions League game That will be done over at lockbetting.com. There is a separate podcast available just for Tuesday's games, which is AAK Athens versus Ajax, CSK Moscow versus Victor Plesnin, Hoffenheim versus Shakhtar Donetsk, Bayern Munich versus Benfica, Juventus Valencia, Lyon versus Man City, Man United versus Young Boys and Roma versus Real Madrid. There will be a separate podcast just for all of those games over at lockbetting.com with a separate lock dog tease. And there will be a separate podcast for Wednesday's games, 
Atletico versus Monaco, Lokomotiv Moscow versus Galatasaray, Dortmund versus Club Bruges, Napoli versus Red Star Belgrade, PSV versus Barca, PSG versus Liverpool, Porto versus Schalke, and Tottenham versus Inter. So a podcast on Wednesday with a Lockdog Tease, as well as a podcast on Tuesday with a Lockdog Tease. So that's all over on my site, lockbetting.com, including a Europa League show as well, and of course the European show at the weekend, which landed its dog... And it's lock once again. The lock run over there is is crazy now. It's sitting at eleven and two. The EPL show is now at thirteen and three. So the locks are flying. Obviously, I've made it very very clear what the lock is on this show. I'll give it to you once again. It's Roma on a double chance. It's Roma to avoid a defeat. It's available at four to five. A hundred dollars on that returns you one hundred and eighty. The dog once again. It's Roma. Roma are the dog outright to beat Real Madrid. So lock and dog coming from that game. We're going to do something completely different with a parlay. We are going to make this parlay a four-team parlay. And we're only going to focus on two groups. So on Tuesday, we're going to go for Manchester United to win outright, which I said was available one to three. We're going to go for Juve to win outright, which is available one to two. We're going to go for Dortmund to win outright, which is available one to four. And we're going to take Atletico Madrid outright to win which is available at one to five these are all outright wins i think all these teams will win confirm their place in the next round and put pressure on each other to win so you've got two teams on tuesday two teams on wednesday 100 dollars on that returns you 302 dollars. so it cashes in just over two to one i can't see where it goes wrong i think these are these teams are playing inferior opposition and all four of them should win comfortably so if Real Madrid do win don't worry because you still have the parlay which looks certain to win and if Real Madrid do win and you're on the futures Champions League parlay that I gave you guys at the start of the season on the preview show then we're happy either way I just have a strong feeling that the big big danger in that is Roma and I'm giving not just giving it out as a hedge I'm giving it out based on what I saw at the weekend. So this one is all about the eye test. Um, That's it from this edition of the Champions League show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'll be back at the weekend with the EPL show. Prior to that, I'll be doing a special podcast on the second biggest boxing match of the year. Narrowly behind Canelo versus Triple G is the massive heavyweight clash between Dante Wilder and Tyson Fury, where hopefully the winner will go on to fight and hopefully beat Anthony Joshua because I'm sick to death of Anthony Joshua this is going to be a massive blockbuster fight it happens on Saturday night Sean and Ryan have asked for a podcast for it so that's exactly what I'm going to do for you guys so check that out that'll be hitting the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed at some point in the middle of the week most likely Wednesday or Thursday I'm going to try and get it done early the only problem with that is that I won't get to look at both guys in on uh, in the way in so stay tuned to the twitter to see if there's any changes to anything that i say in there it's not likely because it's heavyweight and, it, and there's no getting down in weight the only time where boxers really suffer from the scales is when they need to lose a, a whole ton of weight and uh, and look terrible on the scales with heavyweights you don't really you don't really get that and um It'll be quite um, quite an anomaly if I see anything in the week that makes me change it, be it a comment or 
a mindset or an interview or or anything anything like that where it seems like one of the fighters is rattled i don't know if you have the term rattled in america but uh, it basically means off key not all there distracted rattled you, you know it, i'm sure you can make sense of what rattled means i think we we do one day need to do a podcast where we um we compare english words to american words but anyway waffling now that's a completely separate thing make sure you check out that show tyson fury versus Dante Wilder podcast and of course the EPL show at the weekend I'll be popping up on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network with my lock dog tees but for now that's it from me as always good luck with your bets thanks for listening (laughs) 